0: Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Welcome back to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela, episode 17 called Manifest 101. We're going to be talking about manifestation today. I'm super pumped up. I got my husband here. Here I am. Scotty? Yes. And we haven't talked to you guys in two weeks or so. No, we took
1: two weeks off for the holidays. Took
0: off for the holidays. And Scott, how did you spend most of that two weeks, Scott?
1: Well, it, it definitely wasn't a two-week vacation. No. Um, I, was, I yeah. Spent most of it going to Publix.
0: Tell us. Well, Publix
1: is our grocery store here in yes, Florida. Yes, this
0: is extremely fascinating for me. And people. yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm,
1: I'm sure they really care about my trips to Publix. Yes. Um. <laughs> anyway, um, I counted it out. I went, and this, you know, I know there's the 12 days of Christmas, right? But I went 12 days in a row to Publix supermarket. You did. And you did. It was quite an experience. Let me tell you. Tell us about it. Okay. <laughs> Please do. I, I definitely will. Okay. Yes. Well, let, 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 you know, first day, let's say like day one, I don't know. Yeah. Like the first night of Christmas, whatever. Right, right. My true love gave to me what? What did they give the first A partridge in a, a, a pear tree. It's
0: okay. You're Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know all the, all the carols.
1: That's right. Uh, like eight or like, like 10 of them are about like birds, right? They're
0: mostly birds. It's birds. mostly fowl. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the
1: first day I'm going, and, and by the way, just to preface, we do like two holiday parties. One I do yeah. for the HOA, yes. which is the homeowners association here in our community. Yeah. We live in a community. Uh, and then we have our holiday party mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve where I think, what do we have like 25?
0: Yeah. We like 26 people this 25
1: year. 25 to 50 people.
0: We just pack them in.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: We do not have the space for it. No, we, we don't. We do it anyways.
1: A lot of them are small, so that's good. <laughs> can't we do it? So the,
0: like do shorter have some small, people. Yeah, there's a lot of
1: shorter people. I mean, hopefully they're not listening here, but uh, so that helps a little bit. No,
0: they would admit that they're shorter people. Oh, okay. Like they understand.
1: Right. So that that really helps. It makes it feel less like 20, what is it, 28? <laughs> and more like 22.
0: Yeah, some of them are real little. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And a lot of kids.
1: And a lot of kids, Yeah. 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 Okay, anyway. Um, oh, you just
0: insulted half of the people that we know. Well, I was, actually, that
1: was one of my goals for next, because you know, next year we're going to do the party again, and I'm ho- then I might be able to go to Publix a few less times yeah. if we have a few less people. Because they're
0: like, I'm not coming. You called me short. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> so that, that's the hope. But anyway, well, the first, let's say, the first day I'm there, you know, mm-hmm. I, I got a spring in my step, mm. I'm going down the aisles, yep. uh, you know. And by the way, we live in a very uh, elderly area. Oh, yeah. So there's always very elderly people in public. Remind me, I got to tell you a story about elderly in a little bit. Okay. and, you know, I'm, you know, anytime I go to the yogurt aisle, they're on the top, <laughs> and, I'm, and, and I'm helping the old ladies get the Aww. yogurts off. They're very partial to, like, the cranberry and the blueberries.
0: Yeah, they, they're very flavors. specific with you about your yog- the yeah. yogurt to get them. Yes. I one, know, I've seen that. Y-
1: yeah, because, like, one time I put down, like, I pulled down a raspberry yogurt, and, like, the lady it was, like, freaked out on me. She's like, not
0: that one! It's like a favor. Yeah. And, like, she yelled at you. <laughs> so,
1: you know, that's day one. Everything's good, <laughs> great. You know, day two... Uh, Abby came with me. Oh boy. You know, when I'm buying her like, uh, like ponies on a stick. Yeah. I do like they have little toys in public. The
0: overpriced grocery store right. toys. Overpriced that she only store. gets away with you. Cause she knows yeah. when she goes with mama, that's not happening. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> like
1: days one, two, three, fourth day in a row. Okay. I'm still in a good mood. Yeah. You know, I'm still getting the eggnog and, and all I'm that stuff. i just appreciative you golf, Yeah. Yeah. But now we're getting to like the middle days and mm-hmm. now I'm just, like starting to, you know, my beard's getting longer. <laughs> I haven't, you know, shaved in a while. And I'm getting a little grumpy. Although a strange phenomenon happened. What's that? The people that work there yeah. started to become kind of, like kind of become my friends.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Like
1: Michael, who oh, you, you know, know a cashier, that. I know their names. He always <laughs> says see you tomorrow because he knows I'll be <laughs> back. Um, and
0: he's not joking.
1: No, he's not joking.
0: <laughs> he's like very serious. Yeah. Like, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. On, and I, you're like, yeah. I
1: think on day seven or eight, I actually invited a couple of them to Christmas. <laughs> I'm like, why don't you just come? Like, I know you. I talk to you every day. You might as well come. I talk to right. you more than some of the people that are going to be there. Right? <laughs> True. So I invited a few of the public's workers. Um, and, I, and no one showed up, but you know, right. I did invite them. Uh, day 9 and 10 was weird. Very weird. I was going down an aisle, and someone said I was late. And I was like, like one of the workers there said I was late.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: Like They, they thought I worked there.
0: Oh my god!
1: Yeah, yeah, they asked me where my vest was. Stop! No, I was my vest and my name tag. They asked me. You they thought the, I worked there. They thought you worked. There. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they actually thought I worked there. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I was there so much. Yeah. They, they thought I worked there. Um. So that that was weird, you know. And you know, I didn't. They were telling me to punch in, but all right. <laughs> um. And then by finally the last day, Christmas Eve. Yes. It was just. I, you know, I am going through the aisles.
0: That's like war zone. Like a, it's a war zone. That's a war zone. Yeah. Christmas Eve at a grocery store? Forget yeah. it. It's yeah. like all men too, right? Yeah.
1: It's all, yeah, well, it's like, old, older men.
0: Like getting weird things like Gravy Master. Like the weirdest like things that left. The weirdest, weirdest stuff. Left. Yeah. Like
1: plastic fork that I forgot or something. Yeah. Like we need four more plastic forks. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we did. But um, it was weird because like, I, I guess like if we put this in aura color. Because yes. that's what we do on this show.
0: It is the point.
1: I was probably more blue. On the first day of Publix. Yeah.
0: You were like, yeah, holiday. Helping the
1: old ladies and yeah. all that. And then by 12, it was all red.
0: You're just like, elbows out, get out of my yeah, way. Yeah, get out of my way.
1: I need that. I need
0: that gravy master. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so those
1: are the 12 days of Publix. Wow. Um, and that led us to the actual holiday party. Right. Which was, which was fun. Great time. Yeah. How did how'd you find the uh, holiday party this year?
0: You know, it's I love you know, we talk about on the show a lot, like, empaths and the holidays and parties and stuff like that. The thing is, it's, like, it's all our friends. So, like, right. we have people come, and your parents, too. And yes. we have people come who it's, like, I don't know, there's, like, no drama. It's, like, everyone's, like, normal. You know what I mean? It's, like, yeah. the kids play. And I love watching, you know, because I'm Indigo. I love I love the kids playing. Like, it's so magical because it's Christmas Eve. And the way I grew up, like, Christmas Eve was the most magical night and you know we don't live by cousins um we don't live by our kids cousins so like these people that we've grown up around it's like they're like family to us so the kids play and it's lovely and yeah and so like I just get it doesn't matter how much work it is like I love watching everybody have a nice time and like I said it's all our friends so it's like we have created a very nice holiday for ourselves which I'm proud of us. So yeah. yeah, as in my indigo heart, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so sweet. But then Aww. you got a little wasted. Yeah. Well, I, I do a little <laughs> different.
1: You know, I like to have a good time. You
0: did you were fu- you're oh my god, Scotty so. drunk is like not <laughs> al- an often experience, but right. it is the like people don't expect it. Cause usually no. you got that red grump on you. Right. But like you're like, let's you do a shot, yeah, everybody. B- yeah. Like and brought you're, up my
1: Tennessee whiskey. Yeah. The, uh, my cinnamon tendon goes Once that breaks out, that's it. It's all over. Everyone's doing a shot. If you don't you're do like a shot,
0: showing up. You're like sl- you fell asleep, with like one of your friends was talking to you. Yeah, and you, start, you dozed off.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I feel bad about that part.
0: I don't think he minded. No,
1: he he was like half asleep as well. <laughs> the but turkey. I you know I was like, um, like you did all the cooking and all the thing, and I'm always the first one to get the food. Everyone's always thinks it's so yeah, funny. Yeah, like
0: you, you just bump ahead of all the kids and Everybody. anybody. And but here's here's my logic. Yes, that, give us. Okay, that. here's my red
1: logic. Yeah. I want people to feel comfortable. Yeah. So I, because like a lot of times, like people don't want to eat first, right. Or they don't want to go over there because everything's like, you know, like That's baked true. and new and no, 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 no dents no, in the floor. Yeah, nobody wants
0: to put the first spoon in, right? Yeah. But, but I'm okay doing that. You're you in anybody's house.
1: In anybody's house, anywhere. anytime, anywhere, kid party, any party, <laughs> bar mitzvah, wedding, I'm the first one up for food. You are. And it's the reason why I do it is to make you all feel so comfortable. You're
0: so kind. Yeah. And it's the blue in me. It's so altruistic. Yeah. The blue wants to
1: make you feel comfortable. <laughs>
0: Like, here, go eat, go eat, you know? Go eat. Look, yeah. I'm rude enough to do exactly. it. You do it too.
1: Yeah. So that, that, that was fun. And, and you know, I, I had my, I was okay this year because I had my special candle as well. What do you mean? I bought, purchased that special candle.
0: What? what I don't...
1: The end of the night candle where when people right. don't. Oh. Yes. When people Ryan don't get Reynolds. the hit. The Ryan Reynolds candle.
0: Get the F out of my house. Get the F out of my house candle. <laughs> and, you know, I had to light it. You started vacuuming around the last guest's feet literally. <laughs> like like little holiday tip when somebody when the host is vacuuming your feet, it's time to go now. it right. <laughs> well, was like late. Yeah,
1: after this we we have no friends left. Um uh, so so it's good maybe the public people will come next year. I'll send them invitations okay. and everything, but um, No,
0: we actually had a, we had a really great time. We
1: had a great time and of course in the The next morning was Christmas and the kids got all their presents. You know,
0: Christmas is great. And
1: you know my you know actually, you know what my favorite part of the year is? What? What other time of year could Mm -hmm. you go to a store? Yeah. Find a mechanical unicorn that you can ride for some crazy amount of money.
0: That's what Abby got.
1: And then consider buying it.
0: That's what we like did. Like, when else would you do that? Yeah.
1: And you're like, should I buy it? Like, it's a rideable it. unicorn. And you buy it. That like, was the big gift. Yeah, this massive
0: <laughs> unicorn. The big gift was for Abby, our four-year-old, was this rideable. That was her big the, gift, yeah. the Santa brought.
1: All right. Anyway, so the, uh, what a lot of people have been asking about the coworker
0: challenge. Oh, so if you paid attention to our stories on Christmas Day, and if you listened to the podcast before, the whole premise was... See, oh, okay, so just to back it up, Scott and I, you know, obviously... It's, Twenty Christmases together, you know, we stopped. It's boring to give each other things that the other person may or may not want, and like take a chance there. So we started doing themes. Right. So like for the past three years, the theme was the impersonal gift. Right. And this year Scott changed it
1: because I had been losing
0: because I, he was I was the reigning champ, champ
1: for two years in a row for
0: two years. But like. This year he changed it to a gift you'd buy a coworker, but he limited it to the Burlington Coat Factory, okay. which was not super cool. Wait,
1: hold on. First of all, the reason why I picked the Burlington Coat Factory yeah. is because it's an easy ride. It's right next to the McDowell's and then... <laughs> McDonald's? McDowell's.
0: No, you just watched Coming to America. Oh, yeah, yeah. But- so you got all confused. <laughs> it's McDonald's. <laughs>
1: Sorry. Right.
0: And it's a, it's a, <laughs> it is right next to the McDonald's. Yeah.
1: The big McDow- Well, yeah. All right.
0: Maybe
1: there's licensing. <laughs> things get like that. Um, you know, <laughs> so, but it's, it's easy to get to from the Y that's why I picked it. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, but it's
0: awful. We had two very different experiences and yes. we put up, you know, the gifts and like, whatever you won.
1: Yeah. I won whatever I mean, mine was, I walked into the Burlington literally. And now I usually don't oh, have God. these spiritual moments. <laughs> But I walked into the Burlington Co. Factory, and there was a beam of light shining on this gift. Yeah. The Will Ferrell elf mug. He gave me a says, Buddy the Elf smile mug or something. Like, that keep said, smiling. keep
0: smiling, yeah. and a hot cocoa assortment. Yeah. And I got- And the theme was a pick-me-up.
1: Um, for for and, the co And the work day. And the work day, All right. And
0: I got you yep. two wine glasses with S on them. Right. And like a throw blanket for a relaxing evening at home. Right. You know, after a long day at work. But you know, the people decided.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, right now I see the mug right next to you, and, and you're it, drinking coffee it's a out of it.
0: Great mug. Yeah. And I really like it. And you won. You won. Yes, I won. I did not have such a spiritual experience at the Burlington Coat Factory. I it is in an odd part of town. <laughs> I it is in a very old strip mall. It is a terrible shade of beige okay. on the outside. There were very angry people three of them screaming languages I couldn't understand into their cell phones, like outside. Okay. And I don't know why they were so angry and I don't know what languages Uh, they were speaking. And I walk in and it was just like junk. (laughs) It was absolute just crap. And I found (laughs) nothing. Right. Nothing.
1: Hey, I mean, I pulled some of the employees and they said, there's no way I can lose. So <laughs> they were I wrote, like, I had like an entourage there. They were like all helping me out. What? Everyone was loving it. Cause I was telling them all about the, uh, the, oh. the, the, uh, the thing. Well, they I they went in a very
0: busy time yeah. and I waited like an hour to get checked out. I was the only and I, in the store. I paid different prices for what I bought and I didn't yeah. complain cause I just wanted to leave. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. so, but, all right.
1: So next year next you came year, up with another idea. I came
0: up with, okay. So next year our theme is yes. the theme for next year's Christmas. Is da, 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 drum roll? What an elderly distant relative would send you in the mail,
1: like mm-hmm. an aunt or an uncle. Aunt,
0: uncle, you know somebody yeah. you don't talk to, but they always send it to you. They forget you're like not a kid anymore, so mm-hmm. they keep sending you something. Oh All
1: right, I already have an idea.
0: I might just write you a check.
1: <laughs> no, because it's got to be like twenty
0: five dollars.
1: It's got to be at least two. No, that'd be way <laughs> too much. You would lose on that.
0: Oh, oh, it's still twenty dollar limit.
1: Yeah, first of all, it's got to be twenty dollar limit, $20 limit. And, they, yeah. and like an elderly, you know, distant cousin sending you like a five dollar bill.
0: Okay, like yeah. all right. So
1: you have lost. So I, I just saved lost. you from losing. Thank I you. All
0: right. Well, well as it gets closer, we will get more. Um... So, anyways, thanks for listening to that.
1: <laughs> if you're still listening, if you're still listening, you're
0: amazing. That's amazing. Okay. So, anyways, Scott made something for me because today we're talking about manifesting. And I'm going to get into it more specifically, but we're going to be talking about vision boards, but like Scott decided without listening to anything about a vision board or anything at all about how to make one or what one does for you or anything to make his own. Yes. So he is going to, he made a vision board and Correct. he is going to, I have not seen it. He has just taken it out and he's going to tell me about it right now. Yes. Go so ahead, what I'm going to do
1: is I'm going to tell you the thing that I, I put on there mm-hmm. and, I, and then I'm going to tell you the image. Okay. Okay. So see if I did it right. Okay, because well, I, I didn't yeah. know what to do. You didn't give me any instructions. No, nothing. I, I don't think there's episode. a wrong way.
0: Okay. So. All right. So I th- said, I said, be creative. Right. So the and first and really, yeah, yeah, do what you want.
1: Okay. Good. All so right. the first thing I did was I did uh, Kansas. Yes. Okay. Because that, yes. it's one of the three states I haven't been to. It's
0: very important to you to go there.
1: Yeah, and I used because I, you know, I needed a picture, so I found a picture of a town called Elk Falls, Kansas. Oh. And. I, who knew? It's the outhouse capital of Kansas. We
0: need to go and yeah. get a mug that says that for yes. your mug collection. Yeah,
1: they have an outhouse festival. Stop. Yes, they do.
0: What What month is that in?
1: I think it's September. I don't know for the, sure, ugh. but we're going.
0: Yeah, that's hard with the right. school. But so right. is that
1: good? Is that would that? That's great. Work? Yeah, you, okay. yeah,
0: yeah. That's that's great for a vision board. Okay, good. Yeah, oh. that's good. Yeah, that's like a tangible. Same. Okay. All right. Go ahead. So I'm
1: off to a good start.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you really want to do it. You, you're really connected to that. Yes. I know you
1: are. Okay. Then I had uh, to eat more seafood.
0: Oh yes. Is that good? You haven't been eating enough seafood, yeah. I think, in your life, mm. and you love seafood. And
1: I used a picture of Sebastian from The Little Mermaid. It's
0: disturbing. And
1: <laughs> would that does that work though?
0: No, no that's mean. Oh, okay. And well, I, disturbing. I, you know, I, I that might get you to Disney World. I don't know.
1: Okay. So that I need to, yeah,
0: you have to be specific because if you keep visualizing Sebastian, you're right. going to see Sebastian. Uh, you know what huh. I mean? Like it's very literal okay. on the vision board. All right. So you might want to change the photo. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right, then I had, uh, this, now this one's really important to me. Okay. I have to win the People's Choice Award for our podcast next year.
0: Yes, I, you've been talking about this. Yes. Now we're up against some big ones. We are. <laughs> like Becca Tilly, no, well, in. No, for our category. Oh, for the spiritual so, category? Yeah. And, oh, okay. So like Oprah, crush that. the Oprah one, oh, Goop, the Goop one.
1: <laughs> They're going down. <laughs>
0: ah. They're going down. Okay, okay. that's great. I Is
1: think that, that's great. That's okay. Yes. All right. So, so far, I'm like, Two out of three good, right? Yeah, that's great. All right. They're yeah.
0: lofty. I like I like the, the last one was very lofty. I like that.
1: Okay. The next one I have is, no, we've been on a huge losing streak. We haven't won the Kentucky Derby since American Pharoah. It's true. So I want to win the Kentucky Derby this year. Okay. And I used a picture of the racetrack Churchill Downs. Okay. Good. Yeah. Sure. sure. Okay. All right. Here's one I'm not so sure of.
0: You right. don't have any about your, like, um. Like spiritual development though. Oh well, that or... is coming. Oh it's Saudi coming. Oh, coming. Okay. okay. All right.
1: All right. My next one, my my, my fifth one. <laughs> right. Is to get my name off of the Amish dating site mailing list <laughs> that I'm on since that episode that we did.
0: That's so disturbing. It's
1: really disturbing.
0: Like all the DMs you've been getting?
1: Yes. And what,
0: what kind I... of pictures do you get?
1: The picture I used?
0: No, what kind of pictures do you get? Like Well, this you is know? The...
1: I used one of the pictures that I got. There's this guy, Jeremiah who's stalking me.
0: What did he send you a picture of, Scott? Well,
1: he, he, let's put it this way. Oh, my God. He sent me a picture that shows a little bit more than the Amish are used to showing. Oh,
0: my God. you know how they all it? cover up? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a little less covered. Oh, God. Yeah, so I put that picture on the vision That's board. so... Yeah, I know. It's a little oh. gross. But I put a big circle, like, in that, like no smoking sign around it. Yeah. So it's a picture of... You're not of... supposed
0: to put negative things on okay. your vision board. All right, so, so you might want to take that one off. Yeah.
1: I mean, it was disturbing. I put the line through, like, you know, the Part where you didn't want to see? Yeah. yeah.
0: Whoa. Uh, let's all visualize that for a moment. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. We did okay. it.
1: <laughs> um, this one I'm gonna. Act, okay. Here's another one I did. Okay. Um, and it was to free solo El Cap.
0: Oh, that's super gonna happen. Well, no, but. <laughs> What happened
1: was I realized, because I didn't know how to do it, yeah. so I actually took that off of Alex Holden's vision board and put it onto mine. <laughs> right. He's the guy that free soloed El Cap. Yeah, he did it. He already did so it. So that's not really mine. That, okay. was like, that was my practice. You were to borrow somebody's? Yeah, I didn't know you couldn't that. Do was that.
0: probably his vision.
1: Right. Yeah, so actually what I did was board. I took his vision right. off his vision board, put it onto mine. So you
0: borrowed Yeah, you stole it.
1: Yeah, it was the first one I did. It's interesting. The free solo El Cap. Okay. And I know that's not going to happen, so I'm going to take that one off. Okay. But okay. that was just for practice. Yeah. Um, next one. I have two more. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I have three more. Sorry. Oh, uh, next one is I want to institute pretzel day here at our office. <laughs> okay. And then I have a picture of Stanley from the TV show, the office the pretzel day. Is that? Yeah. Good? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. We, need we to should have... have a pretzel day. We should have a pretzel day. Yeah. yeah okay. So that's a good one. <laughs> um, this one's very important to me. I think it's possible. Um, I want to try out for the men's Olympics handball team.
0: We have been, This is no joke, people, because Scott has a philosophy that anyone could get on an Olympic team as long as you pick one that's not super popular here. And right. handball, not popular. nobody gives a crap right. in America. No. And it's not that hard, he assumes, with slight athletic ability and really a lot of application to at least make the men's handball team I because so. I think they like just it's just kind of like a pickup game or something yeah you could do that I know
1: I, I couldn't find an image so I just got a guy juggling balls
0: okay yes that's <laughs> I think that's what they do
1: yeah I mean,
0: if you don't know what handball is we don't either right except that we saw it on the olympics whenever it was and we were like what is this yeah. game it was crazy and like other yeah. countries are obsessed with it oh, except yeah. we have no idea or do we care yeah, that's why you can get on it. Remember when you wanted to make Abby a shot put?
1: Yes, I still do.
0: <laughs> do you think like it wouldn't be that hard for Abby like to be an American shot put champion?
1: Yes, and she's left-handed.
0: Oh my God, does yeah. that make a difference in shot put?
1: I don't know, but she could be the first left-handed <laughs> shot put. Do
0: you think she can throw a, ja- a javelin? What else do they do?
1: I don't know. Like do that
0: other thing where they like spin something around in a circle. What's that called? Discus. Yeah, the yeah, discus. Yeah.
1: I mean, I always wanted to be like a left-handed pitcher for baseball. Right. I should have told this to Brett. You but, did. Oh, I did, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm left-handed.
0: Yeah, you told, yeah.
1: And there's only 10% of the population left-handed. You, got, you have track to apply yourself the women, now we're down more. to 5%. So, like, I had a great chance of You
0: that. have to apply yourself The odds more. were with
1: me. All right. And the last one, I think, what everybody needs in their life. Yeah. And I have a picture of Christopher Walken, and it oh. says, more cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> we need more cowbell.
0: That we do. If
1: anyone understands that joke, then I love them. Then right. we do. That's my vision board. It's a little disturbing to look at, especially with the picture of Jeremiah. I feel like it needs a little editing. It does need some editing.
0: It needs editing. I got to
1: get Alex's uh, free solo off my page too. (laughs) Yeah. All right. I think people would rather listen to you than me. So you're up.
0: Well, thanks, Scott. All right. Before we talk about manifesting today, I want to talk about my friend Nancy Anderson and her new program. Here's the thing. Manifesting is something that I'm going to get into, but you do need to put action to it. And, you know, it's the new year and sometimes you got to do something that scares you a little bit and something out of your comfort zone and you got to do something a little different. And um, I did that for myself this year and it helped me a lot. And Nancy Anderson actually has a new program. So as we kick off the new year, Nancy Anderson is super excited to invite us to join her for her brand new 21 day. It's called the TRE fasting challenge. Her new 21-day program will teach you how to use optimal TRE, which means time-restricted eating, fasting protocols plus high and low-carb cycling, and specific macro placement and combinations while learning how to modify it based on your body and goals for 2020. Yes, you'll be fasting, but it's nothing crazy. Like, you'll have specific eating windows during the day to follow, and outside that window, we'll fast. Why? Because the food that you eat affects your body a lot differently depending on when it's consumed, especially for Nancy's typical client, which is women and moms. We need and want to promote optimal hormones, which these specific TRE protocols allow us to do using your body's natural circadian clock to your advantage. This way, we can improve our metabolism, optimize hormones, aid in recovery, and so much more. You won't just learn how to implement all of these protocols, but you're going to learn the why with the research explained and cited, giving you the tools to continue the 21 days into a long-term lifestyle program if you choose. Here's the thing. like I read a lot of women, and especially a lot of um, indigos and blues and turquoises, autoimmune stuff is like a thing, and hormone issues and all sorts of things. Like We internalize, and then our body gets all wacky. I did Nancy's 10-day challenge for detoxing. And I'll tell you, it really kind of, it was amazing how much my mood changed and how much I um, thought more clearly and and how I felt more regulated and whatnot. And I think sometimes when you do something like this, it's like a wake-up call. So that's why I really do support what she does because she's science-based and she cares and she knows what she's talking about. And she's offering this to us Um, So here are some things that you can expect to see during this challenge. So you're going to have fast fat loss, and you don't have to starve yourself or sacrifice um, your workout performance. You know, you eat, okay? It's not like you're starving. There's time-restricted eating fasting protocols, but they're broken down. So there are specific tools of how to fast optimally for effective weight loss and overall health gains with greater confidence in using fasting as a tool in your healthy lifestyle toolbox. You're going to learn when to eat your carbs, your protein, and your fats throughout your day based on your goals in order to maximize your results. You're going to learn Nancy's unique reverse high-low-carb cycling protocols, teaching you how much and how often to eat your carbs on alternating high- and low-carb science-based protocols to get you the best results quickly. See, she's like really yellow, so she can like think about all these things for me, and then I don't have to think about it, but then I realize that it works. That's how I am. But the yellows probably like her explanations, you know? But, like, I just trust her because I kind of feel her vibe. It works for all this aura colors. Recipes. Oh, my gosh. She's really good with the recipes. She has 40 new recipes for you to use during the plan and beyond. They're quick, easy, delish, and they're customized to follow this plan's protocols. She's, like, really good like that. She tells you what to buy and stuff, and, and they're not hard to put together. Unlimited coaching and accountability. So you'll get access to our private Facebook group for community support and access for life, life, shall will never leave you, as well as check-in Q&A videos and unlimited coaching from Nancy for your 21 days. So, to sign up for her fasting challenge or just to learn more about the plan or see a peek inside of it and see some of the amazing before and afters from her clients, click the link in our show notes. And you can also head over to Nancy Anderson Fit on Instagram or nancyandersonfit.com for more. So many of my clients that listen to my show and that are in the mystic Michaela spiritual family group have worked with Nancy and have had amazing transformations and experiences with her programming and coaching, including myself. Don't forget to use the code MMFAMILY for her special 20% off any of our programs. She's very generous. She just wants us to try anything. And this is her new one. So it'd be kind of cool if we all did it together. So that is one way to take action on a goal this year. You can't just, you know, say it. You got to like put something into action. Okay, guys, now it is time to talk about manifesting. I want you to take a minute. All right, I want you to really think about this. Everything in your life right now you've created. All the good things... All the bad things, all the so-so things, all the things that are unfinished or finished, the things you like, the things you don't like, the people, your environments, they've all been manifested by you. There is not one thing in your life right now that you have not subconsciously created. That's step one. Accountability for what you've manifested and understanding that you have that power. This is really hard for some people because they're like all these bad things I did not want so why are they here and that's the thing like you have to be willing to get vulnerable and go there if you want to get what you want because the ego which is the human part of us that does not like us to change will tell you that things aren't your fault and will tell you that things aren't in your control. And it's true, some things aren't in your control, but there is something that is always in your control, and it's how you react to things, it's your vibration, and it's the law of attraction and how you work it. Those things are totally in your control, and those things will create your reality via your thoughts. So that's step one. You have to understand right now that everything you've created is your own doing. And some people don't like to hear that, but first it hurts, and then it sets you free. Okay, that's what that's what this information does for you. First, it's going to sting a little, and then if you accept it, now we can move on. And that's getting real. And I'm telling you, if you do that, you're going to change your whole flip in life. Then I get this a lot. But is it? You know, what about these children? Okay, what about me as a kid? Did I cause that? Did I cause the abuse that I suffered? You know, my my lack, my my neglect, the lack of money, the way I was treated, disease. Of course not. Children don't have that control. Children are vulnerable and absorb into the manifestations of their parents and their caretakers. They're the result of their subconscious minds. So children, that's different. Because, you know, people will say, like, kids don't deserve this. Of course they don't. What happens is they got absorbed into somebody else's manifestations. But at a certain point, you break free. So this is why in many of my readings, I spend time separating your programming from you. Programming being how you were raised and what you were programmed to think and feel Um, from you, like who you authentically are based on how I see it through your aura colors, how you connect to spirit, who you are, what your soul journey is, what your soul contract says. A lot of time separating that I spend in readings because knowing who you are is the key to your pathway to wholeness. So here's the thing, two things you have to understand, the law of attraction and the law of vibration. You can't have the law of attraction without understanding the law of vibration. I'll explain it super quick. First of all, law of vibration, everything is energy. That's just science, like the table that I'm sitting at, myself, a flower, a plant, people, situations, everything's energy. But our thoughts are energies in vibration as well. The law of attraction which is based on the law of vibration, states that we attract what we are sending out to the universe. When we think a certain thought, our brain cells or neurons will vibrate at a certain frequency, and this high-speed energy will attract whatever you send out through your thoughts. Which brings me to, you may have heard, like attracts like. There is a quote, and it's, we are not our thoughts, we are the observer of our thoughts. But our thoughts create our reality. So... Our subconscious likes to separate us from our thoughts, our habits of mind, the way we continuously think. It's uncomfortable to break in there and switch it up, but that's what you have to do, so that you can create a different reality. So I'm just trying to set this up for you, so you understand. Because a lot of people like they're like, okay, law of attraction, blah blah blah. But you have to, if you understand like how it works, like on the very fundamental place, then it's e- it's easy. So here's the thing, your vibration affects your attraction. You can't attract unless you are vibrating at the place you want to receive. So for example, there's something called reality shifting. So like your mood creates your day, basically. It's like a ripple effect negatively and positively. Like if you start off the day like crappy, like you ate something gross and now you hate yourself and then you're late to work and then you know you, you spill your coffee all over your shirt and then you get in late and then your boss and then it triggers you and all that. That's called reality shifting. Your, your whole day will start to attract like attracts like. The vibration will low, it'll stay low, it'll keep attracting low situations. Some people live their whole life this way And you have to kind of break out of it. And you got to do things to get you to a higher vibration. Because there's reality shifting for high vibe stuff too. And you see it. It's like people have a horseshoe up their butt or something. It's like, oh my gosh, like this keeps happening to them. And this and this and this. And why and why and why? Because they're on that frequency. And you can get there too. You just have to get conscious about it. But the real thing here is you can't vibrate where you want to go unless you know what you want. And this is so hard. The question, what do I want? A lot of us don't know what we want. A lot of us don't know what we want. There is a difficulty of wanting something for some of us for a lot of different reasons. I'll tell you about myself. I grew up without a lot of money. So I learned from a very early age, a couple of things. One if I wanted something, I was going to get disappointed. So it was easier to train myself not to want anything. And even today, it is very difficult for me to want things. I go out to the mall, I, I shut down, I don't want anything. You know, I, because I am so still programmed there's some sort of knee-jerk reaction to disappointment if I want something. Even if I get something, there's something like, this is it, this is all I'm going to get, I better take care of it. Like, it's, it's from the way I was raised, and I understand it, and I'm working on it, but that's, it's going to impede me from receiving. So that's something that, I, but I see this with other people, too. Like, they grew up without normal love relationships, so they have a hard time being comfortable with receiving love. Because, again, they were used to disappointment or they got used to being, you know what, I don't need anybody else. I'm going to stay independent. It's hard to want love or money or things or career opportunities or your lifestyle to be different if you were programmed that it wasn't going to work out for you. So it's almost like a behavioral response from the way you were raised. So if you see it, then you can release yourself from it. It's work. You know, and it takes like a lot of reminding, but you can get there. Setting a goal and being specific about it is a way to get what you want. You know, it's like an intention. An intention is an open-ended question to the universe. Like, um, I am open to being completely fulfilled in a relationship. Okay, just putting it out there. And even if you're married and it's like not an awesome marriage, you just say, I am open to be completely filled in relationship. If it hopefully happens with the person that you're with, then it'll happen. But you got to open yourself up to what else spirit has to give you. You always have to let it kind of, you got to hand it over to spirit. You got to hand it over to the higher power and say, I give this to you. You got to let go of the control. That's when you set a goal and you set an intention. You have to be very specific about what you want, but you also have to leave room for spirit to do their thing. Like saying something like, you know, I want my best friend's house, like that house exactly. Like that's, that's controlling. I want something like her house or better. That's a better way to say it. You know, just leaving room. All right. The other thing you have to do is you have to see it happening. You have to see this goal, this intention, as it would look in your daily life. See yourself going to the store and buying whatever you want and not worrying about money. See yourself running in the backyard that you desire What do you see? What do you feel? What do you hear? What do you experience? What do you look like when you have whatever this goal is? Before I moved to Florida, I was in Buffalo, and I remember just visualizing me and my daughter walking through a patio door into sunshine, and I was holding her hand. I would have that little visualization all the time on repeat in my mind. I was holding her little hand, And I would open the patio door and I'd hear it slide open and I'd step down onto the pavement and I'd feel the pavement under my bare feet and I'd step into the sun and I'd feel the sun on my face and I'd hear the birds. I would have that and I would just go through it over and over and over again. And it worked. Here I am. That's a very, that's how it works. Just like that. And I didn't worry about how it was going to happen. And I didn't worry about in what order. And I didn't worry about anything. I just kept experiencing it as if it were already happening. But here's the thing. You have to do a self-worth check. Is there something inside of you that feels unworthy of this goal? Are you supposed to look a certain way? Like if you're trying to lose weight, is that weird for you? Like is it weird for you to, to not be this way in your body? You know, are you not supposed to be that friend? Is that, is that going to call attention to you that makes you feel like you're not worthy of getting it? Um, are you supposed to be unlovable? Were you abused as a child? And that's just, that's just what you feel you're worth? So you look for that all the time because it's normal for you? I mean, you've got to get kind of real. It's where it gets a little, can get kind of stressful. That's why a lot of people don't do it, honestly. But if you're willing to go there and do this self-worth check... You can free yourself of the chains that keep you from receiving what the universe wants to send to you when you manifest. Are you the person that doesn't have things? You're comfortable without money, you know? And the thing is, when I, say, when I use the word comfortable, I mean that it's just what you know. And if you had something different, maybe you wouldn't know what to do with that. Like I say, we don't do what's good for us, we do what's normal for us. That's the ego working. So a lot of with the manifestation, it's confronting the ego and saying, like, get the heck out of here. Like, And I know you're not going anywhere, and I know you're going to keep repeating yourself to me, but I'm not going to let that control my manifestations. What will this goal do for you? you got to think about that. How will it help you live your best life? Think about that. Like, if you, you know, are at the financial place you want to be, how can you live how can you help other people how can you be the best version of yourself who else will be positively impacted like any goal you have think about all the ripple effects all the good everything that'll come from it what are the long term effects of this goal you kind of got to get really into it like really get com- like this goal has to kind of all of a sudden be something that you wear it has to be something that becomes very close to you very personified. This goal has to be self-sufficient. You can't rely on anyone else to get this goal. This is only for you and you are in total control. For example, with love, like like, you know, I need Tommy to love me. Well that's not gonna work because it depends on Tommy's free will. Okay. Like you have to say something more like, I want these characteristics in a person who I'm in love with. You know, visualize the characteristics. And then be open, again, that's with an intention, be open to what the universe does and understand that they will do even better than you think. Like spirit, universe, God, whatever you want to call it, your divine path is better than what you could even imagine. And you have to kind of let the control go and let that manifest for you in its own time. Context, now, you already have it. You have to be it to get it. You have to align to it. You have to internalize it. You have to feel it through you. You have to fall in love with it. That's called destiny tuning. Destiny tuning is when you fall in love with your intention, with your goal, with what you want to manifest. So if your manifestation goal is, you know, a house on a hill overlooking the ocean, you have to fall in love with that lifestyle. You got to open the door and smell the sea air. You've got to, you've got to see what color am I going to paint it? What am I going to do on the inside? What, what am I going to wear every day? You got to get specific. What's in the fridge? You know, how far is it to the grocery store? Where do I park the car? You got to get specific like that. Really see yourself there. Pretend it's already happening. Feel it. And then let a lot of the details go because that's going to be like, well, how can I afford that? Like, why would I move? Like, I don't live near the ocean. You know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Those thoughts are going to pop up. You got to, Just, okay, acknowledge them and then make them go sit down somewhere else. Action. None of this happens without action, okay? And there's a lot of different ways to take action. Some things are kind of, like, obvious, you know? Like, if you want to lose weight, you got to go lose weight. You know, like, you got to, like, do the work. Um, Taking action sometimes also, you know, if you want to be better with money, you got to sit down and do a budget. You got to meet with a financial planner. You know, if you want to find love, you got to, you know, put yourself out there. You know, you got to go out with your girlfriend's. You got to smile at people at the coffee shop, okay? That's action. But vision boards, okay? And, you know, Scotty talks about his vision board. I have, okay, so at a very low time in my life, very low time in my life, several years ago, I made my own vision board. I just sat down with my daughter and I took out a ton of magazines and I'm just like, screw it, I'm making a vision board. I didn't even know what I was doing. I'm like, I'm just going to cut out things that make me feel joyful, and I created this vision board. And listen, it is nothing special. Because I've, I've, I, see, I see these, like, workshops for vision boards, okay? And I see these, like, things online, like, join my workshop for vision boards and pay all this money. It's, like, it's really not that complicated. Like, you just have to stick something on a piece of paper that inspires you, basically. Okay? Like, you don't have to go at all crazy. Although some people do like to be more organized, your vision board has to reflect how you like to do things like somebody told me like they like they put their vision board in four quadrants like fine like whatever mine was a collage of just a lot but anyways i was in a really tough time and i put like real housewives of orange county on there and i put new york city and i put travel and i put like some angels and i put like all this stuff this was before i was like i was practicing um you know i was doing my practice but i was nobody knew who i was and i was just really just, you know, struggling. And I was at this fork in the road, like, are you going to do this, you know, oral reading thing full time? Are you going to go back to teaching? You know, that was where I was at because I had to make a decision and teaching was like ready money. Like that's a paycheck, you know, and this other thing was my passion, but it was more of a risk. And I was very, very stressed out about it. And I'll tell you everything on that vision board, except for Hawaii, I put Hawaii on there and I really want to go to Hawaii. That's on my vision board hasn't happened yet. Everything on my vision board has happened. I was on Real Housewives. I've been in New York several times for work situations, all sorts of stuff. I mean, everything I put on there happened. And I just what I did is I just stuck it on the fridge and every day I look at it. Like I'll drink my coffee and just stare at it, you know. And that's a visualization vision board. It's just a center of um, you. It just it's like a visualization of what you want. You just look at it. Images are very powerful. So try to get pictures. Create a mantra that encompass, encompasses the goal and say it every day. So you have to state your intention and state it very clearly every day. Like I had one for a long time. Um, I'll switch it up every now and again. But like you know, I, allow my, I allow myself to go to places I subconsciously did not knew, know I belonged. And I use that one a lot. And I would say that to myself out loud like every day. And every once in a while, I still have to do that one because, like, I realize I subconsciously, with my self worth issues, I'm like, I shouldn't be center of attention, and this and this and this, you know. And whatever it is, like, you have to state your att- your intention out loud, in the mirror, like, look at yourself while you're doing it, like, until you don't feel stupid anymore. Like, that's what you have to do. Um, yeah. So, oh, and then with an intention, like, you ha- you always have to state in the po- state it in the positive and not the negative. That's a big thing with law of attraction and law of vibration. like whatever you're thinking of, you'll attract that. It's quite literal. So something like, I, I'm gonna quit my job, I hate my job. I want you know, I don't like my job, my job's gonna be over. Like that that's a negative one because if you whatever you say like I hate my job, I hate my job, what are you gonna attract? More hate for your job. It's very literal. Um, but a different one would be, I have the perfect job for my talents. I am valued and I am rewarded in abundance of finance, respect, and fulfillment of work. Ooh, that's a better one. I love my job. I am respected where I work. I do work for perfect pay. I love this book um, by Florence Chauvelshin. I think I'm obsessed with her because I mention her a lot. It's called The Game of Life and How to Play It. Highly recommend it to you for manifestation stuff. She talks a lot about um, mantras. So you have to ask yourself, what have I done today to move towards my goal? Every day got to ask yourself that. How can I move towards it more tomorrow? Things like meditation, following your curiosity, letting go of negative vibes in your life, negative people in your life, you know, negative situations in your life. Letting, letting anything negative vibration go because again, you attract where you're vibrating. So if you hang out with low vibe people, You'll just attract their vibes too. If you hang out with high vibe people, you'll attract their vibes. So you got to think about like where you're hanging out, where you're spending your energy, what you're talking about. All these things are vibrational work. So that's important. Um, Opening up to new positive vibrations, new people that show up in your life new somebody that comes, hey, you want to go for coffee? Okay, yeah, let's go for coffee. And maybe in the past you would have been like, no, thanks, I can't, I'm busy, you know, because whatever, you don't have time to make a new friend or whatever. Nope, new people, new interactions, make time for it. Um, New opportunities, make time for it. Be in a place of yes, 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 let's do that. Yes, let's do it. Law of vibration, again, you will attract the same frequency at which you are vibrating. So just where you are at, the same things will flow to you. The quickest way to the highest vibrations gratitude. That's just like streamline straight to spirit. That puts you on the highest vibration you could possibly be at. So how do we do that? When you are having a really bad day, sit down and write a list of things you're grateful for. Okay? Like, and you don't have to go crazy on this. It could be like, you know, on the way to work, I saw this beautiful bird and it was just so pretty. Or the breeze just hit me in the right way today and I felt so alive or my daughter smiled at me, or, you know, the lady in front of me told me my sweater was pretty. You know, like, this, you, sometimes you got to go real, you got to dig a little, like, especially if you're having a real bad day, you got to really dig for those things that were nice. But I'll tell you, the more you focus on that, all of a sudden, spirit just shines its light on you. And you're going to get more of that. Because again, like attracts like, abundance creates more. Abundance. Self-care routines, super important. That's exercise, nature walking, meditation, saying no to things that you don't want to do anymore, okay? All really important. Restating your goal over and over again. When you do that, you're programming your unconscious mind to go in the direction you need it to go in, to align to the divine destiny you've set in your way. And then you're going to start to notice things you haven't started that you've never noticed before. It's called like synchronicity. Like all of a sudden, like people will pop up in your life who will help you or opportunities will show up. I call them breadcrumbs. Like, Like, you'll be like, oh my God, like, and and sometimes breadcrumbs kind of lead you in like weird, weird places, you know, and you're like, and so if you use too much logic, you're like, this has nothing to do with what I want, but you don't know, like a spirit will lead you in kind of like a wacky way to get to where you're going. So you got to follow curiosity, you know, people who want to help you, opportunities, positive things that pop up, say yes to it, see what happens, breadcrumbs. And you're going to know to follow them because they're signals leading you to where you're asking to go. The subconscious mind will operate at a vibration on its own all the time. And the ego loves to control it. And that's, again, how we create. There's like two levels. There's your conscious mind and then there's your subconscious mind. So your conscious mind has to kind of tap into that subconscious. That's where all your programming is and all the messed up crap that happened when you were a kid and all that. Like, you got to go there and you got you to keep an eye on it because it's crafty. It's crafty. And it likes to stay in a routine. So you have to, like, reprogram it to get on a better routine. You'll start to see, too. You're like, oh, my God, I'm doing it again. Or you'll look in your past. Like, once you get used to it, you'll be like, oh, my God, I used to do things so this way. No wonder this was happening. Um... Yeah, so basically like the subconscious mind will operate on its own. So you have to tap into it. And when you do, you hold the reins of your destiny. The subconscious mind is your ticket to creating your reality. And it just takes attention. You just have to take your attention and place it on what the heck you're thinking about. Because again, your thoughts create your reality. Pitfalls, here we go. Pitfalls. One, victimization. Okay, this isn't gonna help you. Feeling like a victim. I had a reading with a woman and she was like such a gifted healer, a really gifted healer, but she was like broke. And she's like, has this other day job that she, she hates, but you know, she's too scared to leave it. And I get that. Like I live in the real world too. Like I get it. Okay. But you know, she was older and you know, she said to me like, you know, I don't understand why God doesn't give me what I deserve. You know, why do others get things and I don't? That's what she said to me. And You know, because she was talented and she was altruistic and she was doing things out of the goodness of her heart. She just wanted to help people and she just wanted to help animals and she just wanted to heal. And I said, the answer here, you got it all wrong. Like the law of attraction, law of vibration has nothing to do with what you deserve. And that's hard for people to hear because it's a little bit against like a lot of the religions and things that like were mainstreamed. But you think about it, look who has a lot. Look, look, really think about who's got like 4 billion followers, you know, on their Instagram, who's rolling in it. Look around. Are they awesome people? Some of them are. Some of them are. And a lot of them aren't. And this is because the law of attraction, law of vibration has nothing to do with you being deserving or not. That's your limitation you put on yourself. I'm not worth it. What's crazy is the Best people, the most worthy people, the most altruistic, kind-hearted, good people, I see them with the, le- with the, least, with the least amount of anything, and it's because they, they feel that there's some sort of, you know, I should be doing this for free, or, or, or they don't want anything. They don't want attention. They don't want money. They don't want abundance. They don't want... And I get that, like, and I get that because it is a struggle, you know, to want when you're doing this for the, you know, when you're doing things out of the goodness of your heart, it is a struggle to want anything back because, like, the reward is the giving that you do. But here's the thing, and I want you to think about it this way, and this is, like, very important for all you out there because you're mostly empaths. If you have something, I'm talking to you directly, if you have something, what do you do? You give it away, right? If you have 10 bucks... You're buying coffee, not just for you, for your friend. What would you do with a hundred bucks? What would you do with a thousand bucks? What would you do with a million bucks? Okay, what would you do if you had more? You'd give more. You'd help more. You deserve more because you're going to do more with it. You're the right person to have it. I want you to really think about that because that's going to help you understand as an empath that it's not selfish to want something because you're the person who's going to give it away. The more you have, the more people you help. And I realize that a lot of people with the law of attraction, it's been marketed and the secret and all this stuff, it's a really, it sounds superficial, like, oh, I wanted this Ferrari and I got it. Well, that's not speaking to you, is it? You know, you want something so you can take everyone you know, with you on a journey. You want to help, so think of it that way. And that can be a goal, too that you have more so you can help more. How many people have I heard, like, I don't know why I don't win the lottery, because I'd start, you know, a charity, or I'd give it all away to cats. That's me. That's what I'd do. But like, you know, that has nothing to do with it. So the law of attraction and vibration has nothing to do with what you deserve. It has to do with if you think you're worthy or not enough, and the vibration just comes to you. It's very scientific that way. So being comfortable with not receiving is an energy you will replicate being victimized and used. If it's comfortable for you, the, you know, these laws of the universe will just replicate that for you. So if you see that these laws are impartial and they have nothing to do with you being good or not, that that's your ego deciding that, Okay, it's going to help you because you're good because being good's a choice for you. You receive because it's a choice, but they're two separate things. Karma always comes in, both negative and positive. The universe sends consequence. But I want I want you to think about this with this new year coming. And there's so much on manifestation and there's so much you can read about and there's so much out there. But my issue with all of it is that they don't always speak to empaths. And yeah, you don't know what you want. So that is Manifestation 101. I want to hear your manifestation stories. I want to see your vision boards. Please tag me in them and your stories. I'll share them. I want to see what you do this year.
1: Wow. So I think I, I think I need a new vision board then. Yeah. Or at least I need to fix it up a little bit. You're going to fix it up a little bit? Yeah. I mean, there's definitely some things that you said that I have to work on, especially the uh, vision board and receiving. Although I, I, I don't think I have a problem with the receiving. Yeah, think,
0: you're okay with that. I, yeah, I
1: always like to receive. And, yeah. You know, we got a lot of... Gifts over the holidays, yeah, or, uh, just incredible gifts. And oh stuff. my
0: god, people are so generous, so generous. and and kind yeah. and like even like the Mystic Mckeeo spiritual family, oh, yeah. like funding the podcast. And yeah. th- I mean, it's just like I'm overwhelmed, you know. I but I, it was funny because I what I just said about empaths and um, the law of attraction. Like at my last recovering empath class, you know, I, I shared with them that bit. Like you can't feel selfish about wanting more because you are the people in this room that give more when you have more. Yeah. That's what you do. And then they turned it around and they're like, "Well, what about you? And I'm like, well, you know, I don't like to. And they're like, stop it. They're like, you have to be like that too. Because, you know, because I was um, at that time I was um – getting low on, you know, funds for the podcast. Right. And and that's when they were like, oh no. Okay. And they started that whole secret eleven <laughs> eleven uh, bomb campaign. Y- yeah. And then now we've got lots of money forget for the podcast. It. We had, like, yeah, like next hundred episodes. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> but they said like, no, your podcast helps people. So you're doing you have to listen to your own advice. And I said, it's not my advice, it's Spirit's advice. And I forget to listen to it too. Uh, yeah. All right.
1: Let's switch gears and to uh, just kinda uh, finish it up. Let's do a fun game. You know, okay. I, like to, I come up with these games in my spare time. You and, do, and I, I think they're funny. I'm probably the only one that thinks it's funny.
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't know, I like them.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I, I kind of piggybacking off the one time we we you you were talking about a reading you had of someone who was really just like an awful reading, the worst reading you've ever had. Right. You did not mention the celebrity by name. So she was
0: a Bravo celebrity. Bravo celebrity. And I just said like, I'm not going to tell you her name, but like, and I, I described. Or I think this is the last episode, episode yeah, 16, I, I think. Yeah. And I described the reading, and I was like, oh my god. And then like, literally, I don't know, hundreds of DMs. And they all knew exactly <laughs> who, who it was. was. They're yeah. like, was it this person? Right. And I was like, yeah, it is. And like, yeah. And it was just funny, because they guessed it. So we're going to do it again.
1: Yeah, and we will reveal the answers on the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family right. page on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, after a few days. Yeah, okay. after a couple of days, yeah. So this game, I call it. Positive, negative <laughs> encounters with a Bravo celebrity. Yes. Okay, read that one title one more time. Positive and negative encounters with a Bravo celebrity. Yes. Okay. So our first encounter is going to be the positive, and yes. then our second encounter will be the negative. Okay. All right. So let's talk about the positive person first.
0: Okay. Experience. So this Bravo celebrity. Okay. Um, very sweet, very close to her mother, and I was doing you know readings for her when she first kind of started on her show. Okay, And, um, you know, since then she's found her way, and she's she's just like a really nice person. But anyways, um, she's very purple.
1: Very purple, okay.
0: Um, but one time, she called me right before shooting, and I, you know, shooting a scene, like they mm-hmm. were there to, um, like the film crew was there, and she was like hiding in a closet with her mom, like maybe not a closet, but like a corner of the room or whatever. Yeah. And there was like all this drama going on, and she was like all stressed out, and um, we were talking about it, and then she's like, "Will you pray? Will you pray with my mama and I?" And I'm like, "Yes." So okay. okay. we—I've never so we prayed together. Really? Yeah, yeah, for her to like, you know, find you know, have Jesus come help her okay. and love her and like have her filled with gratitude right. and like so she wouldn't freak out at all this right. person that was pissing her off. Forever. And so, it was really funny. All right,
1: that takes out the entire cast of New York, by the way. <laughs> Um, uh, so that's a clue right there.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: all right. So purple.
0: purple. Loves to pray. Yeah. Very, re- you, very spirit. But, she, but she's very open-minded. But she's a lot of fun. Yeah. And very intuitive. Very intuitive. But she's open-minded. Like she's a Christian. Yeah. But like, that's the thing when I do my read, like I don't, um, be Christian, Jewish, like Muslim, like I read yeah. all sorts of people, yeah. you know, because it's really just about connecting to what that, which is higher than you that okay. lives within you. So like, you know, so a lot of Christians like come to me cause they don't find me to be i don't know going against that i guess yeah you don't
1: no not at all no okay is that enough clues you think so purple, purple.
0: In, uh, religious
1: but fun really a lot of fun yeah
0: not uh, southern charm yeah everyone's gonna think it's that Could i
1: name her favorite drink or is that too much
0: i don't know her favorite drink i, I think it's wine okay yeah
1: okay i can yeah. say that
0: yeah i think you can say that
1: okay wine
0: wine wine all right
1: okay. so try to Try to guess it. It is yeah. a b- Bravo celebrity yeah. who we've had positive encounters with. A
0: positive encounter. Yes. With.
1: Now we'll do the, the negative, negative okay. encounter. So, so Bravo, if you're listening, uh,
0: <laughs> this okay. is a bad one. This is a doozy. So, two years ago, two Christmases I, uh, ago. I think
1: about two years. Two, two, Christ- two years ago. Two Christmases yeah. ago. I want to yeah. say.
0: Um, I was such a fan. Yeah. Yeah. And I. Uh, Not anymore. Yeah, and this 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 particular person was following me, uh, and I wasn't following her. She followed me on Instagram, and I noticed. And I'm like, oh my god, she's following me! I was like, crazy! I was so excited. And I DM'd her because I yes. saw that she was in Boca, which is like you know twenty minutes away from me.
1: Right, the Boca uh, Resort Hotel.
0: Yes, and I I DM'd her. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, you probably won't get this, but I'm such a fan, and I you know, I'd love to come meet you. Like, is that possible? You know, and. And I do a reading. And do a reading. Like, I'd love to, you know, come meet you. And it's two years ago. And I wasn't as busy then, that's no. for sure. It could have
1: been even a little longer. Though. It could have it been. Two years ago, like, I definitely
0: wasn't as busy then. Was that okay. before I was on Real Housewives of Orange County? I think it was.
1: I can't remember. Yeah,
0: it was like a long time ago. And she wrote back right away. Right away. And she's like, here's my text message. Here's my text number.
1: Yeah, it's a phone number.
0: And, yeah. And, uh, and she's like, let's, and then we took it to text. Right. And she was like, yeah, come at 9 a.m. tomorrow. You know, we'll have breakfast. Can't wait, and I'm like, great! I can't wait. I'll I'll text you when I'm there. Okay. Exciting. Yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh! So the next day was like a weekday, and like it was Monday. I think it was Monday. Abby was like one or two or whatever, so I had to get a babysitter, which is like a a big freaking deal for me because like I never go anywhere. Yeah. So I had to get a babysitter, and um, you know, I make Scott come with me because I'm like, oh my god, I'm always so nervous. I make Scott come with me, and you know, he wasn't gonna come for the reading. He was just gonna like you know hang out in the lobby or whatever, and um. So I get there, and, and there's like you know we put the car in valet, and yeah. like we get in there, okay. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I text her like, "Oh, I'm here," and like she had her red her red receipts on, like you know like when you send a text and like it says red underneath, like when the person read it. Right. So I'm like, "Oh, I'm here," and it like says red, and I'm like, "Okay, like um." Like, you know, it's Mystic Michaela. Like, I'm here, like, just 9 a.m., like you said. Right. And it says red, but nobody's writing me back. And, oh, she had given me, like, what floor she was on and yeah. stuff. So, like, the I. Floor
1: or something? Yeah, yeah. So I.
0: But not the room number. Right.
1: But there was only, like, two rooms on the floor.
0: Yeah. But, like, I didn't want to, like, just yeah. knock. And yeah. But, anyways, but, like, um, I went up to the front desk and I'm like, oh, can you call, you know, this person's room? Because, and they were like, well, we don't call rooms. And I showed them the text message. I'm like, oh, look, see, she wants me to. And they were like, "Oh, well, you have the okay. Here's the text message. Okay, so we'll call her room. Right. And nobody answered. Right. And then I texted her again, and it said red, but whatever. And then I'm like, Okay, I think I'm getting stood up. Yeah. And then like, they were like, um, and then and then like somebody took pity on me, like one of, the, and so they called again, and I just had this feeling like they knew she was in there, but like, yeah, you know it." wasn't happening or whatever right. so i'm like so i stuck around the lobby for like an hour
1: yeah we were there we, yeah i mean it's a very nice hotel we looked around and yeah
0: actually i had a conversation with somebody yeah. um i did a whole post about it actually yeah. but i didn't name who it was at the, okay. in the post either but i had a conversation with somebody about their aura or whatever so it like kind of worked out anyways right. yeah for that person but um <laughs> which is fine but like i uh and then I was like, okay, I've been here an hour. I guess I guess I'm gonna go. And it said red. Yeah. And you texted
1: her that. Yeah. Yeah. And then
0: I, and then I was like, okay, I hope everything's okay. I hope you're okay. Yeah. You know. No. It nothing. says red, nothing. but no response. Right. And then I left. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And well, yeah. The, the the final part. Like, oh, this, was, I, this was, was, like, was bad. And like a, you know, I'm normally not so red, but I'm getting red now. You know. Because
0: like, you know it's me. Yeah. It's like I, mean. feel, I was really sad. We had
1: the the babysitter. Yeah. And I got the kids ready. I felt
0: like I, she was reading them, like obviously, like. Yeah.
1: And then we go to get the car. Oh my God. And they're like, that'll be $60 Wait, for we're your only ballet. An hour. And I was like, like, we went up to the front desk and we were like <laughs> fuming. We're like, we're not paying that. <laughs>
0: like, we're not paying that $60 for the valet. And the,
1: and the lady at the front counter we must, must have read auroras. or whatever. We must have looked crazy. Knowing our energy. It's like, okay, okay. Because they did not want yeah, a she's scene. Like, she's
0: like, oh my god, okay, please leave. And yeah. she just, like, stamped yeah, it. Yeah,
1: they didn't want a scene at Christmas time. We
0: tipped the valet. We but did. we weren't paying the parking. The 60 buck parking Yeah, day. we yeah. tipped the guy, but yeah. we're not paying. Right. And... We left, and I never heard from her again, but she posted on Instagram oh. an hour later at the pool.
1: And she looked a little,
0: uh, you know, we're not yeah. going to say, but all right. I so, had my feelings of what happened.
1: All right. So now we have to give a few clues. That's the story.
0: That's Now story. you have to give a
1: few clues of which Bravo celebrity is. So what would be her aura color <laughs> other than black?
0: Well, she's <laughs> she was uh, yellow and um, purple.
1: She's yellow purple. Yeah. She's currently on a show. Yep. Okay. Uh, so and she's on one you of the know shows. she
0: thinks pretty highly of herself. I think like the right. at since from season 1 to now, I would say that she would count herself quite the celebrity. Okay. Um and
1: thinks very highly of themselves. Yeah,
0: and I mean she I just never heard back from her. Yeah. But it's funny cuz like she has such a high moral compass on the show for other people that they should do this and they should do that and mm. like it's hard for me to watch the show that she's on because I see her constantly calling other people out for being rude, okay. and she is like, that was the rudest thing I've ever experienced in my life. Yeah. Like, it's rude. So oh, anyways, God. by the way, I got receipts, okay? Like oh, I, we have the proof. I saved all the text messages. Yeah. I have her actual number. Yes. You know, like, I, I screenshotted everything. Yeah. I am not lying. I could come with evidence and show you. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, you know.
1: I was, I was offered a large sum of money for it.
0: Oh, from, yeah. Yeah. Which, but I we did, don't do that. I don't do that. No. We don't do that.
1: Uh, is she married or no? Mm-hmm. Not married.
0: Nope.
1: So no husband, boyfriend that people would know?
0: Yeah. She does oh, have she a boyfriend. Oh, she does
1: have a boyfriend. Yeah. You know, is Oral offhand or no?
0: He's red. But I don't know if they're still together because I haven't no, no. watched it in a okay. long time. She probably scared him away. I did not. And then, oh, and then she unfollowed me on Instagram right after that. Oh, okay. like, okay. All right.
1: So do you think we gave enough clues?
0: I think people will figure it out. You think so? Yeah.
1: So kind of really, kind of judgy of other people. Yeah. Yellow, purple aura. Yeah. Although I think her aura is black. Uh, <laughs> has a possible boyfriend. Yeah. Um, a Little self-destructive. Destruct- self-destructive. Yeah. Yeah. Like she uh, gets very
0: triggered. She gets very triggered when people accuse her of things yeah. that she's probably doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little too much Tennessee whiskey at times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all have, I guess. Uh,
0: so anyway, so that is positive, negative encounter with a Bravo celebrity. celebrity. And, and take, and the, your, guesses, take yeah, your guesses.
1: Take your guesses.
0: Take your guesses. Take your
1: guesses. And see if you can get it right. Okay.
0: All right. So let's close it up. Close it up. Hey guys, February eighth in Hollywood, Florida, the Mystic Michaela spiritual family spiritual gathering is taking place tickets are on sale on my website and i hope i see you there where it's like a dinner and a little workshop an open bar
1: oh then that person definitely would want to go
0: (laughs) little little aura readings you know and you know just a lot of fun and surprises and just like a ton of empath bonding we're gonna we're gonna hug we're gonna talk about our feelings
1: Yes, and our, plan, we'll our event
0: planner Leanna, Leanna, she
1: could tell you is
0: our beautiful, awesome event planner. You can contact her too for
1: any questions. For any, any questions,
0: I want to thank Nancy Anderson for sponsoring this episode. Again, check her out at Nancy Anderson Fit on Instagram, and her stuff is in the show notes. And happy New Year, guys! I love you all. This has been a wonderful year. We started our podcast. We met so many people, and I am so appreciative for every single one of you. This podcast is for you and about you. And I love your feedback. I love you all. I hope you feel that. Take care, guys. Okay. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. <laughs> Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator